0: When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity
1: gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.
2: Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your
0: name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco?
2: For the 73rd time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. It's doing something new. I've got guests today. It's not Doug. It's not Trevor. I got actual guests. It's like, it's like an interview. It's like a proper podcast interview. Um I've got the Dogs of War podcast, which is run by two guys, um, one of whom runs the Angry Browns Fans uh, Instagram page, at Angry Browns Fans. Fantastic guys, fantastic conversation. Um, We talk about uh, a lot of brown stuff, some meme stuff. it It was just a good, wholesome conversation with a couple of guys from the Midwest. So if you're not following uh, Angry Browns fans, go follow them. Uh, subscribe to the Dogs of War podcast. Um, support these guys; they're they're doing they're doing it really well, and uh, I'm proud of them. And they're doing uh, and they're kicking ass. And I'm glad they took the time out to sit down with your favorite, not Joe Flacco. And uh, hope you guys like it. Again, rate, like, subscribe. Shoot me a DM. Tell me what you think. Uh, and now the boys from the dogs of war podcast link in the, uh, link to their podcast will be in the notes to this some bitch, but after the goat, they're up. Ah! All right. So I have a Browns fan on every single podcast at this point, and I decided, well, fuck it. Let's double it up. So we have the Dogs of War podcast on here. Raleigh and Kevin, uh, do both of you guys run Angry Browns fans, or is that just Raleigh? It's just me. All right. That's Raleigh. Awesome. So we have the uh, Angry Browns, uh, Angry Browns fans from IG on here, and they run the Dogs of War podcast, which is a phenomenal Browns podcast, and they run. Hey, thanks. The hey best um, team page I think I've seen like from a from a a enjoy enjoyable standpoint like it's not a bunch of stupid uh, you know highlight mixes and everything else it's memes and and uh, Raleigh brushing his teeth in the morning it's fantastic
0: (laughs) yeah that's out of context that sounds weird and even in context it's still pretty weird but yeah that's I like to consider it the greatest Brown specific meme slash fan account known to man um i also feel like fabio and zoolander when he accepts the what is it the actor slash model award where it's very hyphenated but it still means something still means something to me damn it well you've earned it thanks for having us on nacho my yeah no most trusted and powerful internet ally we go back
2: yeah, no, it's, uh, uh I've always had us, you know, it's uh, Doug and I've known each other for 15 years. He's, he's the, been the intro to me into uh, Brownsdom and, uh, and I don't, I haven't met a Browns fan. I haven't liked. So um, we're, we're, we're just great people all yeah, around. Good, wholesome Midwest folk. Or just usually too depressed to talk. So it works out. <clears throat> so I asked Doug on the last podcast, we were kind of talking about how the because he, he says like out of habit around week 10 week 12 somewhere in there that he starts looking at heights weights position from all the college guys and he's still doing it this year even though you guys are six and three so the question to him was on an optimism scale, I said, what, you start out about a seven every year and about by the second quarter of the first game, you're back down to a two? And he goes, no, it's like a nine. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm going to pose that question to you guys as well. It's like every, like, you're Browns fans. Shit goes wrong for you every year. Where do you, on an optimism scale, one to 10, where do you start the year? What's, what's pregame week one feel like? Super Bowl. Yeah, I would say... I don't
0: know, years past, I'm definitely starting to temper my expectations in like a healthier balance where I'm still very optimistic, but I've bought into the whole, we are rebuilding, but we're serious about it this time. (laughs) Um, Like going into week one, I'm like, I'm I'm very excited about this team, but we're also playing the Ravens in Baltimore and we're coming off of the non-existent preseason COVID era, like Baker and Stefanski had only met a couple of times before that first game, which was an absolute massacre. Um, so that was an absolute kick to the balls. But we bounced back with a win against Cincy and whoever we beat in week three.
1: Who did we beat week three? Bengals was week two. Week three was co- Cowboys or Colts? Cowboys. Yeah, so you Cowboys. guys, you
2: guys are just getting spoiled. Like you – Normally every year by week 10, you'd be able to know exactly the team you beat that year. Browns
1: Brown's spoil, I think it's kind of like an oxymoron, but to answer your earlier question, yeah, I mean, sarcastically, we always came in every season saying Super Bowl, of course. Well, the draft is our Super Bowl and the actual season is like Super Bowl 2.0. But to what Raleigh said, you know, years ago, they said, we're going to rebuild. It's going to take three years. And that was just an epic, miserable failure and nothing went right in the last couple of years, you know, starting to get some talent. And now with uh, general manager, Barry at the helm and a coach and GM that actually like each other for the first time ever in Brown's history. Uh, we have actual reason to be excited this time around. It seems like they, they're, they're improving. Like they're making
0: adjustments that seem logical. Watching these games, I haven't been like, oh, what a terrible play caller. You know, putting myself in a position where I feel like I know more. And these guys that are head coaches, GMs in the NFL, I feel like they know what they're doing.
2: You guys have have the guarded optimism right now of uh, the father of a heroin addict watching his son, who's three weeks out of rehab, like hold down a job at Walmart for three weeks. You're like, this looks like it's something that can continue. I think he's got a good boss. Uh, They understand he's got a problem and they're working with him. He's been showing and, up to the meetings. And he's going to meetings. And uh, his, I like his sponsor. I've met his sponsor. Everything's good. But, like, there's still that kind of – is there still the anvil hanging he, over your head?
0: He's going to be upper management oh, within
1: two to three years, man.
0: <laughs> he's uh, The kid's it around. That analogy is so annoyingly accurate and true the more and more I think about it.
1: Except heroin – doesn't heroin make you, like, super happy and, like, euphoric? I've never done it, but – that doesn't happen with the Browns. When they win, it does. When they win, it does. I mean, it uh, is chasing well, the dragon. To, to piggyback off that, uh, the anvil over the head, and Raleigh and I say this on the podcast all the time, now that we ever have been, but we could be up 50 to nothing with one minute left in the fourth quarter, and it's still butt-pucker central. Like, the bar will be quiet. Like, no one actually truly believes it until it's zero, zero, 0 on the clock. The,
0: the, the perfect example of that was – the first game against the Steelers last year. We're up two scores with seconds left. And I found myself cheering and then Miles Garrett goes ham on Mason Rudolph. And it's like, wow, well, that's that's the most Cleveland thing that could have ever happened in one fell swoop. It was like a lesson from God saying, remember, you're the Browns and shit will happen.
1: We won, but we lost.
0: Yeah, that's uh that's pretty accurate.
1: That was my darkest
2: night as a Browns fan, believe it or not.
0: But I, I think it might have been mine as well. and
2: Hands down. So what, it, what, what, what about that game? Was it just losing to the Steelers, or was it the fact no, no, that no, like we, Miles we beat Garrett might have been kicked out of the league? No, we beat him. It was oh, like the okay.
0: first time in five years. It should have been the biggest win in years for us. Mm. And we could have just been in total happiness. But I was thinking that Miles Garrett could spend time in federal prison for that. Thankfully, think- he's back.
1: For me, you know, and I don't know, I can't speak for other teams. Well, Browns fans, Cleveland fans, you know, small, blue-collar, die-hard town, we identify ourselves as Browns fans. And so seeing something like that, especially against a rival, you know, we it was embarrassing and it was just so angering. And Miles Garrett has always been described as a gentle giant. Like the dude writes poetry in his room for like a hobby and he loves doing it. So to see him – do something that no one's ever done in the history of the league with an act like that. It was just the most demoralizing. Like you think we're on the right track. You know, he's one of the best players in the league. We finally have a, a franchise centerpiece. And then, yeah, like Raleigh said, that night, no one knew what the hell was going to happen. We know if he's out of the league for a year or, or what it was going to be. So that was even more so than the 0 and 16 season, just the actual embarrassment and misery of that. That was the lowest point for me as a Browns fan of my life.
2: Okay. So uh, I'm not, you this- guys are. You this guys. this week you guys play the Eagles, right? Correct. Yes, sir. And we're recording this on the Saturday, and so the game hasn't happened yet. I want you guys to put yourselves in the position right now. Tell me how the Browns are going to win this game. Give me the post game on Saturday,
0: Raleigh. Are we? Are we going? Hmm. Following my heart so Miles Garrett unfortunately uh tested positive for COVID and in our struggling defense he is the light one of the best players in the league so that's going to be a huge loss um I still think the Browns can pull it off but if they do it's going to be pounding the run Eagles have a fairly weak run defense Browns had two of the best running backs in the league um Baker's got a baker's got to go off at some point um so yeah it's going to be one in the trenches i think i think our o-line overcomes their d-line and browns win 64 to 13 conservatively
2: okay so browns by 51 correct <laughs> okay all right um let's flip that around the browns have lost why did they lose
0: Well, Miles Garrett being out and Eagles aren't as bad as their record reflects. And uh, it's okay to have off games. You know, Garrett's out. COVID. 2020. Anything can happen. We're all right. We got Stefanski. He knows what he's doing. Barry knows what he's doing. And uh, we're going to build around it. Let's adjust. Let's see how we bounce back.
2: You you sounded a lot more practiced on the on the loss side of that, than on the win side of that. Do you that? know
1: how many times we've had to actually
2: <laughs> do that in real life? Yeah, it's, I'm not like saying that for other
0: people. That's what I'm honestly telling myself, trying to am find I, the silver lanings.
1: Am I giving my winning and losing speeches too?
0: Yeah, do it.
1: Yeah, go. Uh, the Browns beat the Eagles today. You know, it's finally nice to see us beating teams that we're supposed to beat going in. Miles Garrett being out was actually a a super big encouragement to the rest of the defense who have not been playing other than Miles Garrett all that well this year. They rallied for him and continued to feast on a quarterback for the Eagles, Carson Wentz, who has regressed so much this year and clearly has the yips from how many times he's been tackled and sacked and turned the ball over. That was great. And for our third game in a row at home where it's been, you know, crazy weather, wind, uh Stefanski now has plenty of practice and knew exactly what to do and just kept the ball on the ground uh thank you to Wyatt Teller and Conklin and our offensive line who went from one of the worst to one of the best uh we pancaked that front uh Eagles defense and Chubb and Kareem had a great game uh Baker did what he needed to do and we got the dub that was sick, that was uh, on, sick. The, on the loss <laughs>
2: This is yeah, like, you know, this is, this is like a uh, phone sex for you guys right now. It's like, tell me, tell me how the Browns are going no, go no, to
1: win. No, 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 no. Do, do a
2: arousing, preemptive,
0: part. do a preemptive bashing of the media in this loss yeah, the, uh,
2: the arousing
1: part is how well we know the, the law speech coming the, up here. So, right. right. Um, yeah. So unlike the, the media members, some of them in the press room after the game, who we talk about in our podcast a lot, I'm not going to ask or say stupid degrading stuff and try to put our own team down, Miles being out, we thought it wouldn't be a huge thing against an Eagles offense that has been putrid this year. But uh, the best player, the best defensive player in the league being out is a big detriment, and it showed. Um, Our secondary did not show up. Sendejo, of course, uh, made some questionable decisions today and missed a lot of hits and tackles. Uh, And unfortunately, you would think that three games in a row at home and this crazy Cleveland weather on the shores of Lake Erie, that we'd have a little bit of a better game plan after we had a perfect game plan last week. But we tried to get too cute in the air um, and didn't put it on the ground enough to give Chubb and Kareem uh, the ball, which makes no sense after the game they had last week. So, unfortunately, I knew coming into this this was going to be a coin flip game. But uh, even though we were favorites, we didn't get it done. So, we're looking ahead to getting on the beach next weekend and going to Jacksonville.
0: I'm fired up. We should just use that for, like, can you send us that segment? We'll just use it for our podcast. Yeah, we've
1: already recorded our podcast for this week just there.
0: You guys got the week off. It's a bye week for you guys now. I no, was like, <laughs> like, "Yeah, I see what you're
2: saying. A pod, a pod bye, yeah. I like that." <clears throat> All right. So uh, I got some. I solicited solicited some questions from uh, from the crew, and any hot babes. Uh, not that. Uh, well, they just texted me, so I don't know. But like, ah, uh, okay. I've got. There's some. There's some okay looking girls that that follow me and I'm sure they're all over the age of 18. So yes, only if so.
0: Right. He's taken ladies. He's a married family man.
2: Yeah. Um, all right. So first question, obvious question. Uh, and I don't want to spend too much time on it because you guys have probably talked about this at length, uh, quick 15 seconds is Baker the franchise quarterback knew it. Yep.
0: I believe he is. Uh, it's not proven set in stone. Um, a lot of people give him a lot of shit for the commercials he's been in. It's like, well, I, I don't know why anybody would say no to
2: making that kind of money from what yeah, the, 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 the people that fucking say shit like that would, wouldn't step over a quarter. They are all over
0: my, yeah, exactly. It's like, no, you are, just mad at the job that you work and the life that you've chosen or whatever. Um, it's uh, – I think it's an understated obstacle or hurdle to climb when you've had four different head coaches in 2.5 seasons. Like, he, he's had to learn a new offense every time in a dumpster fire of a franchise when other guys are, have, are going through some degree of continuity instead of learning – Uh, how to read defenses he has to keep learning new playbooks so looks like Stefanski is working with him and I think he's improving his footwork inside of the pockets been improving and we don't need Tom Brady we just need a guy that can throw the occasional completed pass and I think he's moving in that direction pretty well that
2: um that rotating band of head coaches and offensive coordinators and just waiting for some offensive-minded head coach to come in and stabilize the ship is the Alex Smith story. So I've lived that, and it's terrifying and uh, incredibly demoralizing as a fan. But um, hopefully Stefanski is your guys's uh, Harbaugh.
0: Yeah, I agree. Kevin, do you want to oh, answer that too? Yeah.
1: Baker, the franchise quarterback, uh, first of all, on the commercial side of things – for those of you that don't know, Progressive is headquartered in Cleveland, Ohio, Northeast, Ohio. If Raleigh or I were the quarterback of the Browns, we would be in those commercials just as much. So, but that's not to say people got to stop being so jealous that Baker and Emily are just 50 times better actors than Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers are in their commercials. Get over it. They're good it. actors and people hate to see them be good actors. And I think they're great. They're great commercials. So anyway, that's to that. I don't know why that's, it's the most, overstated, over talked about thing. It's a commercial, like who cares? Uh, number two Baker for anyone who's, you know, saying he's not the franchise quarterback. Um, do we know hundred percent right now? No. And no, everyone will tell you that. Uh, but if anyone who thinks that Baker is going anywhere after this year, you're out of your mind. Baker is getting at least two years in this system before they make any kind of long-term decision. Cause like Raleigh just said, we've had, 50 coaches and coordinators in the last three years. So they're going to let him finally get two good years in the same system. And, uh, you know, I'm expecting him to, to keep getting better every week and then end up being the franchise quarterback.
2: So there, so, okay. So this is year three for him. Yeah. So next, so they got to pick up the fifth year option like mm-hmm. soon. Right. Yep. And so that would give given an extra two years. So that makes sense to me. I l- I've always liked Baker and, you know, I like the, uh, I like the, I like the pissed off kind of brash. You know, guy seems like a leader, and uh, you know, I fuck with him. So, pro Baker. Hey, um, I'll take it. The, uh, <clears throat> this one's actually from one of Doug and mine's buddy. Uh, but should Phil Dawson come out of retirement?
1: Oh hell yeah! Oh,
2: absolutely tomorrow.
1: And that's nothing against, That's nothing against uh, any of our current kickers but Phil Boss is the greatest kicker in the history of and as a 49ers fan you should know that too in the history of the league so agreed
0: yeah he is the michael jordan of kickers he is almost more the michael jordan of kickers than michael jordan is of basketball we had him on our podcast earlier this year it was sick he is the, the coolest first, dude in the dude, world the
1: world. nicest
2: dude i think maybe i've ever met yeah that's awesome how did okay so how did uh god i got to i got to step up my game you guys have got phil dawson on the podcast you've got mrs baker mayfield on the pay ca- uh, p- podcast who else am i missing
0: um who uh, oh tim couch
1: oh,
2: the greatest cool. quarterback that never was
1: Couch. we had baker a couple times uh through, through emily but chip the yeah. rip who means something to cleveland people on oh i'm
2: i'm aware of what Cle- <laughs> of what chip means to <laughs> cleveland <laughs> uh, you know I, what though
1: people like we said in the podcast a bunch of times people think there's some hidden secret i mean yeah having big instagram accounts like you guys have gives you some clout and street cred but i've seen a lot of people with much smaller followings of zero followings just straight up ask people on twitter like rarely is some i mean obviously if you know us asking like Stephen a smith or you know that might be a little different but a lot of times people are going to say yes to come on a podcast because you're 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 Showing them that you respect what they have to say and that they're, you know, uh, a big deal. So it just if you just ask, especially on Twitter, the success rate is very high. Just try it. Okay. how's it, What's your following
0: on Twitter these days? Uh, it's not where it should be. Not that. Um, I think a lot of kids put a lot of, uh, what do you call it, value in having thousands and thousands of followers. Um, what are we at, like 2,000-ish? Um, We're, so,
1: yeah, so we have more than two thousand, less than a million. But shots to our intern, unpaid intern Sebastian, who took the account from like under a thousand in a couple months. I just shot it up with his memes and everything. So we got a rock star doing that. Yeah,
0: we we just really spend zero time on it. It's like between Instagram, a podcast, and a freaking full time job and a relationship. I'm just like, God, oh, I cannot think of things to well, tweet. It's it's a marriage now, not a relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's whatever. The, um, um, the
2: i i use twitter to make my not memes. me and raleigh
1: him and his wife right
2: <laughs> i use i use twitter to make my meme so i i was private on twitter for the longest time so i look like a schmuck i've got like 1600 posts on twitter and 80 followers um so but Dude. i just unlocked it i just started picking up some steam there so anyway, I, I i i don't even
0: get out like there's a bunch of twitter accounts of like you know the common person that has thousands of followers it's like it seems like they just never shut the fuck up and i'm like i i don't have that drive in me it's like,
2: i uh yeah no as as far as twitter goes i've from my personal account i've kind of like put myself out there and said a couple things on a couple different posts whether it was like either niners related or politics related and it was like oh god no don't no, no this was not an invitation to talk to me please stop everybody fucking stop <laughs> no, I don't want this. I like the one, I like the one wayness of Instagram where I can just put something out there and then just fucking ignore the comments if I really want to. Is there anything
1: worse? Is there anything worse when someone just randomly starts? I forget, I'm not talking about social media on the internet, but like in real life, you're standing in line or you're just like walking and someone just starts talking to you and just wants to make a random conversation about something. That's the worst thing in the world. Maybe you guys are just nicer than me, but I think it's horrible.
2: Depending uh, depends on, on depends on the conversation. Exactly.
0: If somebody says, "Hey, go Browns," because they see my hat, I'm like, "Fuck yeah, you want to hang out?" Um, if it's anything else, like, ah, it's not that. That's different. Wet, that's it's not the heat; it's the humidity. Then it's like, ah, get away from me.
1: Like I was at the bank earlier today, and obviously, you, it's it's very bizarre having to walk into a bank wearing a mask because that's usually a big no-no in normal times. And I'm standing there, someone in line turns around and goes, whoo, so hot in here with this mask on," you know isn't it? And looked at me. I was like, am I supposed to answer that? Are you talking to me? That kind of stuff. Leave me alone. So yeah, that's, that's what else.
2: the, that, that's why I always have my phone out. I'm just kind of looking at my phone and they go, huh? Huh? <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Yeah, well, that's fine.
0: The equivalent of that, Joe, you may come across this. If I do like a Instagram post, somebody will say something like who are they playing this week? And it's like, you could have just Googled that.
2: Oh, uh, don't. Don't even uh, the, uh, okay. So if, if we're getting into Instagram nitpicks, it's the, uh, it's the people in the comments that go, I don't get it.
0: <laughs> or like, or if they, if you make like a sarcastic comment and they take it as literal, like oh, it's like those people suck on Instagram and yeah. in real
2: life. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, it's like, God damn it. Like, but just, just scroll, just keep <laughs> swiping. <laughs> it's You don't
0: have to be here.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, just fucking scroll. There's a, you've, you've followed 2000 people. Do you stop every time you don't get a very simple anyways that um, yeah, the, uh, the, I don't get it. People are my, are my favorite people on Instagram.
1: That and the people that get obviously very easily offended and then try to go at you. Like you're going to look right to their comment and respond and talk to them and have a whole conversation with it. Raleigh someone's doing it to you yesterday. I forget what's what post it was on, but it was like, if your life is that, is that in the shitter that you just got to go around Instagram and just fight in comments, then t- social
0: media might shows. be better
1: off, might be better off without you.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, I, I, I've tried to refrain from getting into internet arguments. I'm pretty good at it. Cause I, I pick my foes wisely. Like, yeah, this guy doesn't have a chance. So I'll just go to town on him. But some dude, I made a meme of like Miles Garrett having COVID and how that crushed our confidence going into uh, whatever it's a very mediocre meme and this guy said something along the lines of those tests are totally fake they even admitted it. it it was like a the the virus is a conspiracy guy oh jesus and i and i looked on his page and i'm like okay every you've had more illuminati posts i'm like actually he's got covid like he's like does he though it's like yeah he went home because he <laughs>
1: Yes, that was it. it. That was what I was talking about that. I couldn't think of what it was. That was the guy I was talking about. Yeah. But wait, I, for you question, sorry to interrupt you. You guys that have big followings talking to you two, not the, the listeners. Do you ever get, because of how soft of a society we live in nowadays, are you ever afraid that how easily someone can report you and you get suspended or your account just gone or not? Uh, yeah,
0: uh, we keep, we keep our, I, how do I say this? I am conscious of it Going in, like I don't want to say or post something that's not semi-family friendly, like not total nerd comedy, but I'll push the envelope a little bit. But I I don't want to like.
1: I got you. All right. I
2: I used to really like pushing the envelope, and then it just it stopped being worth it. Um, You know, it was like, and I've even I've even not pushed the envelope. Like I did a meme. uh when dak got hurt about like jason garrett basically being like hey everybody step aside and then just like jason garrett giving it a couple claps to try and make (laughs) make dak feel better and people went fucking nuts i'm like i didn't i didn't post the thing that i actually like so i used the group chat to send the really terrible memes to um and now I just send them to one account and he repost them and he reposted that. He reposted the terrible one that I, that I did. And do your,
0: do your listeners know about the high council
2: of memes? Um, I guess now. Can, can there, we talk about it? I, we're probably not supposed to. Okay. Well,
0: may and may, Joe may or may not be in a high council of memes.
2: I've left. Joe's left. I've, Uh, I've, uh, I have, uh, I, I, I jumped myself out of the gang. All right. Yeah. We'll uh, let it go, but it may or may not have been sick. Um, so the, uh, but yeah, I like, it's, it's the ones that, cause I've cleaned it up and to the point where I had an email list that was just for my Like, okay, I can't post this on Instagram, but if you want, it's like completely opt in. Like you've got to sign up to see it. And I don't want to fucking hear anything from you if you don't like it. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Um, Do not reply all.
1: And by the way, all the Cowboys fans that were blowing you up for that meme were all also wearing Yankees hats and Lakers jerseys at the same time. And none of them live in Dallas or have ever been to Dallas. So
2: And and when I actually did post a meme that was – so Andy Dalton got hurt, got his head taken off. And was like laying on the ground completely concussed. But because the picture was like taken upside down um, or it was from the front. And so you could see his, his, his name was kind of upside down. And I said, uh, is Andy, is Andy Dalton returning to the game? And I just kind of like whited out everything in his name, except for no. (laughs) And, and nobody responded to that one. But like the meme that wasn't making fun of Dak getting hurt, it was just, the internet's a fucking wild place, man. And, I, and I, I've stopped trying a to predict shit show. it. I've just stopped trying to predict it.
0: Well, you're in a... So I'm a obviously a Brown-specific meme account, and I try to keep them Browns positive. Like, I'll never just trash on the team. But in the unbiased or, like, NFL meme where you go after any NFL team equally, it's always going to make some fan base kind of pissed off, right?
2: Well, that's—I mean, shit, man. That's my entire fucking goal. Is, um, <laughs> Be the South know, Park, is the South to, Park approach. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know, somebody was somebody asked me why I don't I I should do like a pro this guy meme, or it was like why do all the meme pages like why are they so negative? And I'm like, dude, if I post a like, hey, look how awesome Russell Wilson is meme. Uh, I would, I, I, that's one, that's a meme for one fan base. If I post a, Hey, look how stupid those 12th man jerseys are. um, That's a meme for 31 fan bases. And so it's like, (laughs) why wouldn't you appeal to the bigger audience? Let's go in to to look at it. Yeah. It's like, so, you know, it's not, you know, and I kind of use the podcast for kind of leveling myself out a little bit in terms of, you know, it's like the, the hottest takes for me are always are almost always, in the meme page. And then, you know, it's like, it's hard for me to get too riled up about, you know,
1: if you're, if you're a true Browns fan, I can't fathom one thing that would insult you that could come from a meme or someone else on the internet. There's really, you can't hurt us anymore.
0: You oh, can't. Per- perfect example of that. Um, Baker recently surpassed Ben Roethlisberger as the quarterback with the most wins in first energy stadium. And the meme, Which is hilarious. I know. The, the meme pages are like jumping all over it and i'm like i've known about this stat for some time now and we finally overcome it like you're not gonna hurt yeah. my feelings it's like, well, yeah, you have no. 40
1: quarterbacks in 20 years it kind of happens like that <laughs>
0: exactly and i'm like yeah you guys say whatever you want like i've known this to be true for 20 years well however long ben's been around
2: it didn't and take him long it, to get even that. if you didn't know it to be true it just feels true anyways
0: yeah, he does not lose to the Browns and it's so goddamn annoying.
2: Uh so speaking of are the Steelers overrated this season? Is their schedule been too easy? Uh,
1: I don't think so. I think that defense okay. is, that defense is, is otherworldly.
0: They them and the Ravens are annoyingly really really good franchises. They're well coached, well managed. They have they maintain the talent they want and like, they got rid of a b they got rid of uh Bell and they're better for it like they are right back where they want to be is, is Tomlin's like never had a winning uh, losing season is that accurate
2: yeah yeah and and I people are you know because I get the I get the bitching about like kind of every team um and they go can you drag Tomlin man that guy sucks I'm like you've never fucking seen a losing season would you shut the fuck up yeah like if you've only had they've had how many coaches
0: in the history of their existence it's It's three yeah there's one meme
1: there's one meme you can give to Tomlin and that's when he tried to trip that guy a couple few years ago other than that Tomlin you can't meme Tomlin
2: yeah it's like he would be he would be scooped up in eight seconds um if he was a free agent like and it's like but people were bitching about like oh Shanahan needs to go what like, yeah. how do you remember Chip Kelly and Jim Tomsula? Like, yeah, I, I,
1: I just
2: I, and uh, this is so. I guess here's here's a here's another. This is this isn't a follower question. This is a me question. Um How are Browns fans on the whole? Like, you know, like obnoxious, like obnoxious. No, like it's, it. It's people t- think
1: we're people think we're obnoxious because. I think they're je- a lot of people are jealous of the loyalty like Raleigh and I, uh, we live in Chicago and that's been announced recently on our podcast that we don't live in Cleveland. I mean, we're all, we're born and raised in Ohio. Like, so in Chicago, when a Chicago team sucks, you'll never see a Jersey or see anyone at those games for a long, long time or anyone talking about it in Cleveland. Oh, 16 season, we're all idiots and still going to every single game. So no, we're not going to be ever be in your face. Cause it's the Browns. And if we are it's sarcastic, uh, I just think people get pissed because they see that loyalty and they know their team doesn't have it.
0: But I think there is a degree of toxicity in the fan base that I don't know if it's just on social media, but there are a lot of people that want to pull the plug on um, Baker like as of last year, or are they like lose their minds when we're not a Super Bowl team immediately? And they'll talk shit to them on social media. And like, I don't know if that's everyone, but I'm in all of these different Facebook groups and I watch the shit people say. And it's a very frustrated fan base. They're passionate, but they're also a lot of fucking dumbasses that are just like, they feel like they're entitled to greatness. Like we demand more. It's like, well, the guys that are in charge of the shit they're not showing up with the intent of losing. Like we've had 31 quarterbacks or whatever in 20 years. That's not a quarterback issue. That's a shit franchise issue. And now they're starting to figure it out and just give our guys time. Like you saying shit to our own players on social media does nothing positive for anyone. But like I said, I don't know how to gauge that. Is is it a big problem? Does every fan base do it? Cause a lot of oh, people. Have I, well, I mean, media. that's
2: why I ask because like I've, you know, I follow a couple Niners pages. And God, I saw one comment where somebody's like, the Niners need to trade for Herbert. Jimmy G's not cutting it.
1: Okay. I was going to ask if San Francisco, because all I've obviously, we're just in the Browns Facebook groups, a couple of them. And I was going to say, I can't speak for every other franchise in their Facebook groups, but it's a very, very, not every single one of them, but it's a very, very high majority of very special, unique people in these Facebook groups that I wish people would do a study of maybe the average IQ. I don't know.
2: Well, I was like, I want to, I want to do just, I want to take a segment every week. Like, cause you know, it's like Doug, Trevor and I record on Monday night and I'm like, I could fill, I could fill a segment on Sunday nights with just me scrolling through the comment section of like a Niners post and just being like, what the fuck is going on in here? Like, who do you, who is, do any of you have a fucking brain right now? Like the, the, and I don't know if yep. it's an age thing or, uh, you know, it's like, but like people are like, for me this season, I've said this a couple of times on this podcast, I'm bulletproof at this point. There's been oh, yeah. too many injuries. You can't fuck with me this season. You can't say anything about the Niners sucking. Cause I'm like, if you don't know they're hurt, you're an idiot. And if you still think they suck, I, I can't help you. So I'm not going to try and convince you otherwise. And so I'm bulletproof this season. And it's freeing, uh, a little bit. But there's people that are still thinking we can make a run. I'm like, guys, we're four and six, and look at our fucking schedule. Oh, and we're playing like we have eight backups playing on offense right now. Like, what do you want? And they're like, oh, next man up. Fuck you.
0: Yeah, I I will also say though that I believe that the the people that follow my page and listen to our podcast are. The true Browns fans are the Browns fans that I truly love, not just because they follow me, but I think they share the same. Hey, there are fucking guys, no matter what. You can hate watch them if you want. I don't really know the point, but just have fun and uh, support the greatest franchise of all time.
1: Yeah. And if you're a Niners fan like you, Joe, and you live in San Francisco or everybody, just go to San Francisco.
0: He lives in San Diego. Wait, people know that? Sorry, that was an unnecessary interruption.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying people that are in San Fran, you should definitely go watch all the games at Atwater Tavern or high dive bar. Uh, You know, my uncle may or may not own both of those and they're great places to watch Niners games. So throwing it out there. Are they Brown's bars too? Absolutely not. No, it's fortunate. When my uncle left Ohio 30 some years ago, he uh, became full fledged San Fran fan. You have an uncle that owns
0: plural bars in San Francisco.
1: Oh yeah. The guy's a, he's the Don out there of the San Francisco restaurant scene. That's sick.
2: R- Raleigh's about to get really mad that you guys moved to Chicago and not to the place where you can get free drinks every Sunday.
1: Yeah, I'd love to go live in the Warriors town for sure. God. Are you a Warriors fan?
2: <clears throat> Me no. No, okay. I'm not even I like <clears throat> I like basketball, it's just I've I didn't grow up with a team and I don't like I I I'm I'm a uh I'm absolutely a dispassionate bandwagon that's pretty yeah i will i will watch basketball there's certain teams that come around that i enjoy watching um but i like you know i don't go out and buy stuff like i don't get a new team's jersey every three years i'm just like oh okay the playoffs come around and these this is the team i want to win this year kind of thing like but it's not like i'm sitting there pumping my fist on the couch i'm like i'm like taking care of my kids walking through the room the game's on in the corner i'm like oh hey they won. Moving on, and plus, I don't, running
0: a NFL podcast, NFL meme page. For me personally, I don't know if you've experienced. It just takes up my ability to watch any other sport. I'm just like, okay, hopefully the tribes in it. I'll watch the playoff games, but I'm at full capacity with running. Baseball
2: might have lost me. I don't know if I don't know if this was year was just weird with COVID. I'm actually my connection to Ohio is I'm actually a, a Reds fan. Um, oh no shit. And, uh, God damn it. Um, the, uh, the, I just, I can't, I couldn't, I mean, they had a good year this year and, and, you know, Bauer won the Cy Young and, and, but I just like, I watched maybe two games all season mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was COVID and the new job or if it's just, maybe I've just kind of like moved on from baseball, but the like games are so fucking slow these days, man. I can't, I just like, and I love baseball. But yeah. there's something, something's different. And I don't know if it's me or if it's baseball.
1: I can't take Kentucky seriously. I, Bengals I've, have beat us up a bunch of times over the years. I don't care. I know that. I just can't take people that 90% of the people live in Kentucky and they say they're from Cincinnati and they're, it, yeah, I'm, I'm good on Cincy. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. I don't, I, I didn't, I don't know what. This I is thinking. not, a, I'm
1: not going against you being a Reds fan. No, I'm no. The only, cause I'm, mean, it's like,
2: it's, it's, uh, Bengals Browns, right? Um, but is there any other, it's not like there's a college rivalry, right? Everybody probably just roots for is bit. Kevin, Kevin is
0: actually a diehard Dayton Flyers fan. So I went um,
1: to I went to the University of Dayton, the Harvard of the Midwest. Um, and our biggest like our Michigan, Ohio State was Xavier until they switched conferences. So I okay. just was never kind of raised
2: just to not like Cincinnati. So I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that works. <laughs> that works. All right, so Larry, All right, sorry. um I got, sorry, I got one more I got one more uh, user question here and you guys we, you touched on it a bit but um I one of the most frequent questions I got in the off season was is Lamar a one-year wonder? Is Lamar Jackson a one-year wonder? Is he going to fall off? And my response every time was of course he's going to fucking fall off the there's only been like two guys i think in history you know, it's back Steve back. young and farve um maybe peyton that have gone back to back with an mvp there's only nine guys in the league that have ever won ba- that have ever won two mvp awards at least so of course he was going to fall off do you where does where does the uh dogs of war podcast fall on on lamar
0: would we like him to fall off absolutely but I mean he is he's such a good athlete I mean he is a force but my theory I mean it's not my own theory but those mobile quarterbacks like you have to account for him to be able to turn on the Jets in the NFL when you're getting hit by an absolute monster of a person when you get hit by a monster of a person it takes its toll Um, I don't know if Like, he's literally one hit away from a career-altering hit. And the more and more he runs, the higher that chance goes up. Kind of same thing with Kyler Murray. They're both damn good. They're fun to watch. But I don't know if the longevity of that type of quarterback in the NFL really mix. It might. I don't root against him for, like – I will never root for any player to get injured, but I just – Injures are such a crapshoot in the NFL, and he, he takes hits. I mean – So it's
1: it's a little better now because nowadays if you breathe on the quarterback wrong, it's a penalty. But I, I'm a big Lamar fan. I hate the Ravens and their fans, but, like, the, the athlete Lamar I'm a huge fan of. I love that after his first year or two, they were like, this guy can't pass for shit. And he worked the entire offseason and learned how to throw the football, and he came back and won the MVP. Uh, I'm a big fan of him as just an athlete, but like we've said, and like Raleigh just said, we've seen it with Kaepernick out there. We've seen it with RG3. Uh, those him guys, even, maybe those types of quarterbacks are one hit away. Like they're, they're the best quarterbacks, right? Uh, Lamar was one of the best quarterbacks in the league, obviously, but one hit in his whole, his whole game plan, it could be gone. So
0: yeah. Running backs can still run with a bruised elbow. The quarterback takes that kind of hit and he's not throwing as well. And it's just, it can collapse pretty quickly.
2: Yeah. I mean, um, they've, they've uh, you've got to take, you got to end up going the Russell Wilson and the Steve Young route, which is, you know, you've got to turn into a, a guy who's predominantly passing the ball.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, he is good, but it's, it's gonna, teams always have to, account for him turning on the jets. Like that's who he is on the, on the ground. And I don't
2: know. It's, I, I feel I, like yeah, he's going to have, I don't envy the guys that have to play against him. And like, again, I, I think he's great. I've seen, you know, a couple, I got, I, I told myself I would stop clicking on, on the story polls um, when they're doing player versus player, but I clicked on another one because I'm always disappointed in the fucking results. And it was like prime Michael Vick or Lamar Jackson. And I'm like, do you, I'm old enough to remember when Michael Vick was a novelty act. Like, you just don't need – like, he just wasn't that guy. So, um, anyway, I'd take – who would you guys take? Prime Vick or Prime or last year's Lamar? Last year's Lamar. Last
1: year's Lamar. Yeah, for okay, sure.
2: good. We're on the same pitch. Okay, yeah. It's, uh, I,
1: I,
0: just, it, I, I just don't see a long shelf life with him. Um. Although, shout to Vic.
1: Vic got two hundred million dollar contracts. Did he not in his career? Like when he got out of prison, he got another hundred million dollars. <laughs> so that's he made that's, his money.
2: That's I mean, he was status for me. He was a cultural like touchstone. Like he was, uh, just unreal. Um, except for the fact that like you know he had a forty percent passing season. He had multiple fifty percent completion seasons. He, you know, his one good year was that year with uh, with Andy Reid. And that year wasn't even good enough to, to match up with Lamar's second year in the league. So, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I disregard anybody who thinks high enough of Vic that they're saying that they'd rather have him over Lamar. I just, I, I don't, I can't fuck with those people.
0: Yeah, But that being said, in his prime, he is damn
2: good. Lamar Jackson. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and video game athletes, it's him and Bo Jackson. Those are the only two guys.
0: It sucks being in the AFC North. I think Burrow's going to be good, assuming he doesn't die. Ben's obviously one of the all-time greats. Lamar Jackson, pretty good. It's It's about as
1: typical Browns as it gets. We finally have what is potentially going to be our our franchise quarterback as the other three teams have now three of the best – burrow is on his way the, you know three of the best quarterbacks in the league so it never fails
0: we're six and three and we're third in the division like yeah of course that makes sense that adds up
1: i think we're, t- we're second we're tied for second
0: yeah but they technically get the because True. they beat um, us but yeah we'll say we're tied we're tied
2: in second yeah yeah come on guys you're six and three we, we don't need to split hairs at this yeah you're right, not you. three. you're right you're right that's you. my
0: internet friend the, the, the Browns six
2: and three you guys should be savoring this I think uh, there's no reason you don't get to nine. Like, you've got to – the schedule gets a little iffy somewhere in there, but, like, nine, ten wins is doable.
0: I, I it It is, but I am – we're all nervous as shit about Garrett being out because he may be out against Jacksonville as well. Ah,
2: and come it's on. Like, well, I think I there's – like this, a... this week you need him more than you do against Jacksonville.
1: I mean – I'm they... horrified for the trap games against the Giants and the Jets back-to-back in New York. I mean,
0: Jacksonville gave a pretty damn good run against the Packers. Was that last weekend?
2: Yeah. It was
1: like
0: 2024. And watch Joe Schobert have a career game against us.
2: Yeah. I what's guess. your, I, so I asked Doug about this. What's your guys' opinion of Schobert? Cause Doug hated him. Um, we're,
1: we're big Schobert people. He was a captain back there. And this year it's proving that we maybe should have kept him around.
2: But He's
0: also having a down year in Jacksonville, I think. Um, But I don't know, new system, whatever. Our linebackers right now, their coverage is shit. He was one of the better ones in the league. Um, Obviously, he wasn't Ray Lewis, which I think everybody wanted him to be. Like, oh, he's got a bunch of missed tackles. Like, well, we also had a lot of holes on that ship. And he was one of the top ten tacklers in the league. And he was the kind of guy in the locker room that you want that does the right things. It's like every offseason – we lose like 2.3 guys to some marijuana related offense. This is the first time in years. It hasn't happened. No, no, no. It happened this year again with the guy at the border. Um, Hey, what happened? Greg Robinson. The guy got pulled over with like 240 pounds of marijuana.
2: Yeah. That's um, that's, that's a, a marijuana related offense is underselling that by a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a
1: car. That's a cartel car.
2: He was federally tra- He was trafficking drugs. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like,
0: okay, how much does a pound of marijuana cost? You got 300 pounds. Let's say you had a thousand pounds in them. You make $3 million a year, sir. Like what, what yeah. did you think? Like, where was the value in that? And yeah. it's like, yeah. Marijuana,
2: marijuana, uh, marijuana related offense with Greg Robinson is like saying OJ got into a fight that one time. Like it's, uh, it's, a a reoccurring pattern with the Browns. Josh Gordon on February, 18,
1: 2020, Greg Robinson was jailed in El Paso County for possession of 156.9 pounds of marijuana. He was trying to drive from LA to Louisiana and hit a checkpoint on the way. And you make millions of dollars. I don't understand this stuff. Like, how much we, how much, I don't, I don't know how much marijuana costs is 160 pounds of it.
0: <laughs> I made a, one game. I made some meme on that. Um, it's a game doing, check. like Doing the math behind it of like how much a pound of marijuana costs and how much he had versus how long it takes him to make that type of profit. And it's like two downs in the NFL based off of his salary. And all of these people all over the internet came out, came at me for, pricing my pound per marijuana incorrectly i'm like all right you potheads
2: yeah but, i was gonna say that's really low yeah it's <laughs> like if it's fifteen
0: hundred dollars a pound they're like what kind of shit are you smoking i'm like well first off buddy i'm not allowed to smoke weed anymore because of kate but secondly
2: i don't know how much a pound of marijuana comes. I'm just winging it yeah. and um but anyway i mean even yeah. if it's even if it's a game check that's um but yeah, like a hundred, like a hundred something pounds of, of weed is. That sounds like a, it. Feels like a few hundred thousand dollars, if not like, uh, like high six figures. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> like, but like, if you're okay, so there's two questions here. One, you're a you're a NFL player. You can afford to pay a guy.
0: Yeah, a fall guy.
2: If, if you st- yes! if you want to stay in the drug game.
0: Me and Kevin, just
2: if if this is an investment opportunity for you, and you're like, okay, if you don't bake in a hundred grand for the guy to drive across the border and then not say your name at any point for the next 20 years while he's in prison, you do that, yeah. No,
1: it's It's between four and five hundred thousand dollars street value because it says weed is two to three thousand dollars per pound in the streets. Okay, so I got four hundred seventy one thousand dollars for to drive across the country with a trunk full of weed instead of just playing a game. One half yeah, a game uh yeah literally. ballpark whatever that uh, and not getting uber drivers or hiring a driver i just i'll never not be amazed
0: are you referring to like getting a what do you the, mean uber?
1: the
2: duis oh okay yeah like, no
0: that's i think it'd be hard to get an uber driver to be your
2: little weed pony right. um but yeah i, <laughs> I mean point, I'll, tip t- I'll tip you i'll tip you 20 just just drive <laughs> this across the border please
0: <laughs> okay yeah and then Obviously, in the spirit of marijuana, like Josh Gordon, if you watch his highlights, you're like, God damn it. Why couldn't he just not do marijuana? Well, I guess he was actually addicted to hard drugs as well. But point being, the Browns are turning this franchise around one dare episode at a time.
2: Yeah. I mean, the fact that Josh Gordon's not in the league and Antonio Brown is, is, uh, you know, it's the league's the, the league is a little goofy. I think we can admit that. The offenses are different. Like, yeah, uh, obviously, I would
1: say violence against women is much, 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 much worse than drugs. But with Josh Gordon, after your 20th fuck up, it, it, the stupidity is why you deserve to be suspended at that point. I'm
0: going back here because he kind of got the story that we understood for the longest time was that he was literally only a pothead, but it turns out he was into the hard drugs as well. And that's quitting that is easier. Like he's a full on addict.
1: And never played a game sober, like high school, college pro allegedly, like crazy. So,
0: So when you give a junkie a lot of money and you put him in a lot of physical pain in a game, it doesn't really add up for not getting kicked out of the league eventually. He got a lot of chances, but hope you're doing well, Josh Gordon. Could have been Shout the greatest out. of all time. Should get him on the podcast. Do you think he'd come?
2: If you can find him. That would him. be a good get for you.
1: He's about to be back. Uh I think what is it? The Seahawks are expecting him back
2: maybe this year? Somebody's expecting him back all the time. I mean, it's he's like, on it's, the
1: Seahawks, so yeah. I don't know what they're doing, but <clears throat>
2: that's that's what happens with, with potheads. You know, it's like I'll say I'm gonna be somewhere and I may or may not be there. He's not a pothead.
0: Did you not listen to my rant? He's a junkie.
2: But, yeah, it's a similar concept.
0: <laughs> Nothing against potheads. I used to – I've never smoked marijuana before, actually.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, any final thoughts, boys?
0: Um, no, just uh, for those of you that are Browns fans listening, keep, keep believing in this franchise. They're going in the right direction, and uh, our day of glory will come. We will oh. make the playoffs.
1: Uh, did all that and uh no joe thanks for having us on really appreciate it
2: yeah man uh absolutely absolutely it's been fun so uh good luck to the browns good luck to you guys with the podcast and uh likewise um thanks, thanks for coming on thanks for having us yep if you've made it this far i appreciate it hope you liked what i had to say if you didn't like it i hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth thanks for listening go ahead like subscribe review whatever you got to do help me get that podcast clout thanks guys
0: when you rely on the internet for everything you need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Go online,
1: call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X-Fi gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed.